yo, 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 yo. Whether you're wearing pants or not, welcome to No Pants Required. I'm your host, X3C, and thanks for joining. Today's episode, lucky number 12, 10 exciting tech for 2022. I can't think of no other way to start the new year with highlighting some exciting upcoming tech for this new calendar year. With CES, Consumer Electronics Show, coming up this week, I think it's important that I highlight some of my favorite and exciting tech for 2022. But before we jump into that, let's dive into a quickie. I want to be a cyborg. <laughs> I'll say it again. I want to be a cyborg. And not for some crazy futuristic means. I'm thinking for like longevity. Now we kind of sort of have like cyborg, if you will, elements to our existence now. Where people literally have prosthetic limbs that that are now connected to their bodies where they can control those limbs, right? Those are what we consider in some cases part cyborg. For me, I'm thinking for longevity of the human race, we may have to part and connect with technology in order for us to survive. If we want to survive beyond the, the air quote traditional human life expectancy. So I want to be a cyborg. I want to live longer. But how much longer do I want to live? Not really sure, but it would be nice to somehow take my psyche, my consciousness, and download that into either an android, robotic, humanoid figure, or some part of me is connected to that cyborg humanoid figure if you if, if if that makes sense i don't want any extra power or strength to overpower other humans or nothing like that and i don't want to look i don't want it for any evil you know means i want it to be a cyborg for longevity right allow me to successfully navigate to mars and be able to live you know reasonable life there while we're helping establish society and a new civilization on a new planet. And know it may sound crazy to some of you guys. I am a huge sci-fi buff. I believe in the human race, but I also believe in in multi-planet um, um, species for us. I, I feel it's, it's appropriate for us to expand ourselves beyond planet Earth. Nothing is wrong with this planet. It is a beautiful, magnificent place. But, you know, taking the human being, if you will, and making us a multi-planet species, I do think is important for the, the longevity and um, future of the human race. Now, there's no immediate danger that we know of outside of COVID right now on this planet. But becoming a cyborg can allow me 
a better chance to surviving some of these different things and 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 have a different type of living, right? Nothing is wrong with the, the world we live in now and the type of life I have now, but it will be neat to be a cyborg. What are your thoughts on that? And that's the quickie for today. Today's episode, 10 Exciting Tech for 2022. I'm ready to jump right into it. Like I said earlier, with CES starting this week, I felt it was appropriate to highlight my 10 tech gadgets, if you will, um, for 2022. Let's start off with number number 10. The Canoe EV. C-A-N-O-O-E-V. Not sure if you guys heard of it. It is a, it's an EV lifestyle vehicle. Almost think about like the Scooby-Doo <laughs> van, if you can picture that. So while you're probably Googling it now, um, think of that Scooby-Doo van and how, how small it was and a little bit round. This Canoe EV lifestyle vehicle is kind of similar in that approach and the starting price is around 34K. Not too bad. Expected to have um, about seven seats and about 250 miles of range, which is pretty decent. When I think about it, when I look at this vehicle initially somewhat, I think it's kind of ugly, but I also think it's spot on creative, uh, well, spot on for creative people. So when I think of folks who are like into fuming on those who need to travel for different sites to conduct their you know, creative work. I feel like this is an ideal vehicle for those type of people in that type of lifestyle. So hear me out. This vehicle is again, fully electric seven seater van, but the seating arrangement is not what we see in a typical vehicle, which is one of the major points or part of this vehicle that I absolutely love. So the unique part about it is you have your standard front two seats, your driver and your passenger, the front cockpit is a little bit different. Um, it has a lot more room in between the 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 framing of the vehicle and and the controls. Um, but what's unique, I like a lot about this, is that usually in a seven seater configured type of vehicle, you have a middle row and a back third row. Well, in this case, the middle and third row is gone. It's a semicircle, half crescent style. So it's a lounge style seating where you where people in the back sit you know in like i said a half crescent uh inside and it has a lot more space so the car is not or the vehicle here is not um if you will it's not a lot of space that's dedicated to just rows you have actual movement that you can move around and put things you know storage in the middle i really like just the whole concept about this a lot um though i'm not that type of creative type of person but i can really you know, see individuals who are driving this type of uh, vehicle. I think it's pretty neat. Check it out. Uh, that's number 10 on my list. Canoe EV. It's a lifestyle vehicle. C-A-N-O-O. Number nine. AI and smartphones. Okay. So when some people think about AI, they think of possibility of social media right and 
when I'm thinking about AI, I'm thinking about machine learning, right? Not particular to a device or a company. I'm thinking of, and, I, and please don't get this confused with algorithms, right? I'm not thinking about like how social media can link um, what you say to the phone or what you search on the phone or things you do on the phone. I'm thinking rather the smartphone itself adapts machine learning to your style, your unique individual style. So your color schemes, color schemes that you prefer on the phone, right? How you want the items arranged, um, the different what applications you use on that particular phone, right? I kind of sort of want to see where we're going to go with machine learning um, as it relates to smartphones. I think it's important that, um, you know, the phones are unique to us, right? We, we spend most of our times, most of us on our smartphones for whatever reasons, right? But I think it's important that these phones, you know, learn more about who we are to better provide an experience that uh, is tailored to our personality and or our needs. Number eight. Okay, so number eight on the list, Obsbot 4K Tiny. I have currently a Logitech Bria 4K webcam. I think it's legit. Awesome. However, this Obsbot 4K webcam is, is pretty intense and I love it. So this Minibot is a AI powered 4K webcam. And the AI, as you would think, it will learn your approaches, your styles, your techniques, right? So uh, the best features on this webcam, it, it pretty much, it tracks you and it keeps you in auto frame while recording. So as you move around, if you are recording in that type of environment, um, it tracks you. The camera moves about, it pivots, as well as it keeps you in auto frame. I think that is insane. Uh, the video is capable of recording in 4K 30 FPS, that's frames per second. Um, to 1080p, 60 frames per second. Um, it has great, it's really great for dim lighting office meetings with gesture controls, which is pretty sick. Definitely have different type of scenes, remote access and remote control access. It also has privacy control, which is pretty outstanding and HDR. However, I do wish that the future upgrade um, for this particular apps by 4k will offer 60 frames per second when recording in 4k you know i think 30 frames per second is pretty cool but 60 frames per second is pretty legit when recording in 4k so i, I would like to see that as an added, uh, added feature number seven number seven the pixel watch this is pure speculation there are many news outlets that have been um, suggesting that the Pixel Watch is coming soon. There's really no evidence at the moment that suggests that this is going to happen. But I am intrigued here because Fitbit is now owned by Google. And I'm certain the greatness will come from this collaboration of these two companies. Uh, so I think uh, Google which recently developed its own Wear OS. And um, and I, as, as for full disclosure here, I have a Galaxy Watch. And this watch 
with the Web, Wear OS is definitely an upgrade from the Samsung Tizen OS um, on a previous generation Galaxy watches that I've actually had. And, and it's definitely a step in the right direction. So there's a lot of speculation, like I said before, about a possible Pixel watch. So the more we talk about it, hopefully Google will hear it and deliver what the people want. I'm hopeful that uh, the Fitbit technology plus the Waze technology, plus all other Google apps smashed together into a clever smartwatch to rule them all. I think that is the way to go for the future and I'm excited for it. Number six. Number six, Neuralink. Some of you may have heard of this. Yes, it's a chip, right? <laughs> it's a chip that Neuralink, uh, Elon Musk, uh, is hopeful to start um, human tests here in 2022. So Neuralink is working well currently with monkeys and pending the FDA approval, we'll start human tests soon. So um, plans to begin to add the brain chip, you know, this year based on Elon Musk's past timeline and track record. I highly doubt that it will be this year, but the plans are as of now. So let's explore Neuralink. The new implant chip will only be for individuals with spinal cord injuries. Not everyone is getting this chip. It's not some chip to control you or to follow you or whatever conspiracies that some may have. It is designed only for medical purposes, right? That's what it's intended. Neuralink is intended for medical purposes. So tell your doom, doomsday friends they can chill and get overcritical about something else. This is medical purposes, and I think this is a step in the right direction. I am absolutely excited about the possibility about the possibilities of Neuralink working and helping those with physical disabilities be able to utilize some form of their physical bodies again in the future. And, and that's that's remarkable, and I'm absolutely excited about it. Number five. Number five, HTC Vive Flow VR glasses. I'm super excited about this. Unlike most VR headsets, the HTC Flow focuses on meditation and brain training, not gaming, right? So this is something that I can really get into, right? You can wake up each morning, maybe have a 15 to 30 minute of meditation, brain training activities to start your day. Or if you want to do this at nighttime before you go to sleep, I think this is excellent stimulant. These are outstanding. Price point haven't been identified just yet, um, but I think this is a, a, a different niche that um, taking the VR glasses into a different direction. Uh, I, I kind of applaud HTC for this, and I'm actually really excited about it. Number four. Number four, Astro by Amazon. Now, so we've seen the commercials, or we've seen actually the, the online commercials. Um, it's a household robot designed to do minimal home tasks. And so what I do like about the Astro, it is specific 
and what type of robot this would do in a, and task that it would perform. So the robot will roam the home and guard your home while you're gone or asleep. Um, it's obviously connected to Alexa, so there's that. <laughs> um, and it comes with a container. This is pretty interesting. Container storage and cup holders. So you can send items to someone else in the home, right? You can send it to the living room or send it to, you know, the kitchen or wherever. Maybe just don't send it anywhere with stairs because this robot cannot climb nor go downstairs. It will literally fall. Though I think it is mostly, you know, this function is useless. Hey, it's a, it's a function nonetheless. It can video record the home and you can even tap into that video feed remotely, which I think is pretty dope, right? Almost like a guard dog, if you will, robot style. Um, I think Astro can do small specific home tasks, which is okay for now. And I think that is, you know, pretty important that, you know, we're not trying to design something that can do everything at the moment. So design something that can do something really well. Well, so the price is going to roughly start initially for those who can get a reservation, which is pretty difficult to do right now for about a thousand dollars. And then after that, the initial phase, it'll be about fourteen hundred, fifteen hundred dollars in the future. Number three. Number three on my list for top 10 exciting tech for 2022. None other than the Galaxy Fold 4 by Samsung. Best foldable smartphone out there at the moment. Um, but this phone still not up to the premium level, in my opinion. I'm intrigued with the technology of foldable phones overall. And I've said this before. I'm looking to move past having a smartphone that is a rectangle design in nature, right? Everything right now that we have in terms of smartphones are all rectangle, right? And it's been like that for several years. I think foldable phones are the next design element for smartphone technology in the next few years. Like in previous years, the Fold 4, the Flip 4 will likely be released in around August or September timeframe. So expect the trend to continue. Uh, I'm looking, um, however, for better camera technology in the Fold phones, absolutely better battery life, better hinge technology. Dota hinge technology is pretty legit because this phone can bend at a hinge and still is a water resistant, which is pretty spectacular if you think about it. Um, so definitely look, looking for Samsung to improve on the hinge technology even better um, and to include the creases in the screen, you know, try to minimize that as much as possible with the design. And I would like to see the form factor be a little less rectangle, maybe a little bit more square so that when using all of the screens, you know, it's less of the that long rectangle feel of it. And you, your, your thumbs can get up there, and you know, it, it feels pretty decent in your hand. Also, would like to see a better S Pen support for all the screens. And overall, I want the foldables, you know, to rival Samsung's premium Galaxy series, right? So all the items that's in the, the 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 Galaxy series, I would like to have that same level of premium build quality, software, hardware um, in all foldable phones um, and foldable and flip phones by Samsung. But I'm absolutely excited about number three on the list. Number two. Number two. 
You guys have heard about this from me before, but I am excited about number two on the list. That is the Cybertruck by Tesla. It is anticipated that sometime in 2022, the Cybertruck will be released. The size versus the ability is, I'm, I'm here to say, will not be matched by any other truck, electric truck on the market. Hell, it may, well, I'll just leave it there. I don't want to push it too far. But I think no other electric car will be able to, to, to top the size and abilities of this electric truck. Also know that there are rumors that Samsung is close to finalizing a deal with Tesla to help build their 4.0 chip in the Cybertruck. I am absolutely excited about that partnership. There's a lot about the Cybertruck that I could go on and on about, but this is just the top 10 list here. Um, I'll definitely, if you guys can just, you know, get past the look of the Cybertruck and to look at the features of the Cybertruck, you would then see why I am so, so super excited about number two on the list. Number one. Number one, top 10 exciting tech for 2022, I think is the Google VR to tackle the metaverse. You guys already know how excited I am about the metaverse. Google's tried this years ago with the Google Glasses in the past. Don't know why they didn't continue with operations. Maybe there was some, you know, as society, we weren't ready for it. But I could tell you with these new VR glasses by Google, I think it would be in the right approach now. Hopefully they've learned from all their previous experiences and mistakes. And I think, you know, with the software that Google has now, you know, I'm not here to say just yet that these glasses will um, take over the smartphone world, but I do feel at some point in the future, mark my words, maybe five to seven years from now, smartphones won't be in the rectangle design anymore. Not sure if foldables and flips will still be around at that point, but I can say with the development of the metaverse, I think smartphones and how we think of a smartphone won't be a handheld device, if you will, right? And I can see where these, the Google VR glasses are the step in the right direction to reducing our reliance on a, a rectangle device, right? Taking us to this next generation of smartphone, smart technology. Bonus future tech. So I'm gonna throw one extra out here for you guys. Bonus future tech. I think, <laughs> and this is a big industry, virtual sex games and sex robots will be the future. This is a major, major, major industry right now. Um, so think about back in a day <laughs> where you guys remember you know, having phone sex was a thing. Well, hell, that's the thing in the past. Now, you know, you know, is the next step in technology evolution. And I think it, the advances of these sex robots, these sex games, the pleasure that people can get is totally, we hear already, right? It is a major industry, right? Some even predict by 2050 
that human to robot sex is going to be more common than human to human sex. Now, some may find this scary, crazy, and or weird, but I can say to each his own according to his own likings, right? His or her own liking. At least you won't have to worry about being the weirdo, you know, who bangs a sex doll since everyone's going to be doing it around that time. <laughs> um, what, do you th- what do you guys thought on that, right? You know, what do you think about sex robots and how we look into, you know, pleasure in ourselves? You know, when I think about, when I think about sex robots, I think about the metaverse. I think about technology, cyborg technology, Neuralink, all of these future technologies, you know, for me, are merging, right? We're going to come to a point where society is going to be done a lot more via virtual augmented realities. And not everyone is, you know, a believer in that. Not everyone is willing to participate in that. And that's that's absolutely fine. For those who are, you know, it's going to be a, a different type of experience that we traditionally have had. And so when I think about like, you know, sex robots and virtual sex games, you know, I don't have any of them, but I can see this being the future, you know, and, and, and is that a future that's appropriate for everyone? Not, not, not necessarily sure, but to think about the big industry of, of sex dolls, if you will. And it's just not just, you know, a male perspective, you know, there are females who use sex you know, right now, right? Many of us have gadgets in our homes that we currently are using, right? Those are forms of robots, right? And so there's just a a smaller device, perhaps, and a different form factor. But now we're going to get to a point where that form factor is going to come into a humanoid style. And and, and it is a major industry um, that is sweeping the globe. And so... Are you there to embrace it or not embrace it? I think I make make that a poll question on my Instagram to find out more, you know, who's into it or, you know, do we think this is a space for the future that um, will become mainstream as some experts suggest? All right. So just want to bring to you guys 10 exciting tech for 2022. What do you guys thought on that? Or do you think there's other tech that you're excited about? Just let me know. Okay, so see you guys next week. Thanks for considering uh, supporting this channel by downloading the Podbean app. The link can be found in my episode description. Consider purchasing what is called Golden Beans and donating those Golden Beans to No Pants Required. Remember, positive energy leads to positive vibes. Don't forget to subscribe if this is your first time joining. No Pants Required can be found on Google Podcasts or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Mm -hmm.